Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani welcoming you to the Rudy Giuliani Show and welcome you to another week of just how bad can it get under Joe Biden? Well, I am very, uh, very gratified in a strange way, hard to describe it this way, and I have Dr. Maria on here to help me if I get too giddy. And <laughs> and welcome back from Japan. Thank you. It's uh, been a real change. Japanese. And I've been having a hard time because they're a day before us. And when we are awake, we were asleep in Japan. So since I've been back, I'm up all night and I sleep every afternoon. <laughs> this, must be, this must be like the, the Biden administration is asleep all the time. Oh, yes. So they probably yeah. think, and here's one of the things they're asleep on. You know, they didn't know about title, about Article 42. Oh, three days until it ends. Well, M- Mallorca says that they've been preparing for it for a year and a half. I don't believe that. I spoke to the man personally, and there's a, there, there's a light on, but nobody's home. But why does he lie? Why does he lie all the time? I don't know. The border is secure. The border is know. secure. And these people, it's like those reporters who say at the Antifa and Black Lives Matter, this is a very peaceful boom rally, bam <laughs> And there's rally, a fire behind smash, them. Rally. It, it's been perplexing. We talk about it on Uncovering the Truth. I don't get it. And when Mayorkas was in front of the Congress, he didn't even know what the wristbands were on the illegal aliens. And everybody knows what they were. That's the cartel saying, yeah, okay, this he, person can so go to was, the head of the line. And on it is information. <clears throat> It was the one that he had for his last mental exam when he was when he was uh, uh, he was incarcerated for two or three weeks because he's a jerk. So let's go to number twelve because let's see. I want to see how many people will bet that this is true. Number twelve. This is Mayorkas, the liar. Let's get to the border. This is the greatest migration surge you said in the Western Hemisphere since World War II, and you've been preparing for more than a year and a half. How rough will the next few weeks be? You know, Margaret, we've been preparing uh, for this for more than a year and a half. <laughs> correct. And it is indeed a regional challenge, and it requires a regional response, which is why we are working so closely with many countries to the south. It's going to take our plan a while to really take hold for people to understand. Stop, 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 Mayorkas. You just got to stop that BS. Listen, it doesn't take people from other countries right now. Long-term plans, yes, we need cooperation. But right now it needs a leader in the United States of America. We are a sovereign nation. There is so much bad stuff happening across that border, cartels, sex trafficking. We've lost 90,000 minors. 90,000 minors. We aren't. Where, where are they? Very humane. 
They went to sponsors. Well, well, they went to sex rings. Of course they did. Like, the, this the human, is tra- sick. human human trafficking, selling drugs. Besides the fentanyl. You mean like uh, my, you know, like you know what? You know what a leader would do, Rudolph? A I, leader I, I, would put a moratorium on that border. Say, okay, you know, six million people have come come in through that border. Most of them we don't know where they are. Lots of gotaways, terrorists. Chinese nationals are on the rise now. You're not telling me most of those aren't spies. You know, RFK Jr. and uh, Senator Sinema, both Democrats, have both said they would close down the border. Uh, those are two prominent Democrats who have said it. They're the first two who have had the guts to say it. Yeah. So I am willing to give them, you know, his uh, uh, uncle. RFK's uncle wrote a book called Profiles in Courage. Oh, yes. And it's a fabulous book, and we'll describe describe it sometime. But I'm I'm happy to give him a a small Profiles in Courage award for doing that. That's called leadership. And I know somebody who wrote a book on leadership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know who uh, that was? uh, Rudolph W. Giuliani. He was the mayor of New York when New York was safe. Well, you uh, made it safe. And now, now I want to, I want, you know, John Katz, our boss and the head of, head of the station and, and a guy that we all love and admire. He broke a hell of a story on Sunday that's not getting the intention that you get. This is RFK talking about his uncle's, talking about his uncle's assassination, assassination. number 11. Let me ask you a question. I mean, I've never asked you this before. Who do you think really killed your uncle? Well, I think there's overwhelming evidence that the CIA was involved in this murder. Wow. I think it's beyond a reasonable doubt at this point. People, you know, who question that, I'll tell you the book, you know, a book that, that probably distills the millions of documents of evidence, including confessions of people who were involved in the crime and the, and the 60 year cover up. Um, the best kind of distillation of that is a book called The Unspeakable by Jim Douglas. And I, of course, read probably 100 books on the subject. Well, I mean, that uh, you have to take that seriously. I'm not going to I'm not going to say I, I agree or I disagree. I'm going to tell you I don't dismiss it. And I'm going to tell you for a couple of reasons. First of all, my own questions about it. In fact, Dr. Maria and I were were at the uh, Texas Book Depository for quite some time going over the possibilities of could yes. it happen the way. And, and Dr. Maria is a shooter. Yes, I do love guns. No, no, she's a really good uh, shooter. <laughs> and and uh, uh, we had some other friends there who know, who know shooting. And we did, a, you know, we did our own thing. Second time I've been there. I would I'm not buying into this yet. I don't know enough. But if he says that, this is a very responsible man. And of course, he cites a book for it. How many people do that when these phony politicians come on, cite a book? Oh, my God. Robert Kennedy Jr. actually reads books. You know, he he wrote a book about Fauci in the corruption of Fauci. And he had citations from he, he wasn't just saying opinion. You can go fight he with him if you want. He backed it up. You know, just so our audience knows, Robert Kennedy does suffer from a pretty rare disorder of his larynx, and it's um, called uh, spasmodic dysphonia, and that's why you hear that funniness. Oh, so yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want anyone to make fun of him or think maybe he had, he was in the sauce. It is he does have this rare <laughs> disorder, right, right. you know. So, but, so I I I I want to also get into this New York Rockland thing. Because um, I'm going to give Mayor Adams, uh, um, you know, the good and the bad award. Uh, 
I I really like the way Mayor Adams uh, re- uh, reacted to the choking. Oh yes, I, I really liked yep, it. And I, I think meant we, to play that yesterday on our show. I really liked yep. it. He he held it, and I think he helped us stop a riot. And for that, I'm going to yep. give him an A. One of the first big credits of his administration, yes. like yep. a really big one. Now I'm going to give him a real sock in the face. <laughs> uh, the stupid thing he's doing with Rockland County. Yeah, tell and the me reason about it's that. stupid. This is this is the illegals, right? Yeah, but he, you see, he's in a he's in a jam here because he did the sanctuary city. Had he not done the sanctuary city. Maybe he could have done. He could have pulled something like this off, but Abbott has him in a corner. He, long before Abbott sent anybody here, he was saying, "Come to New York. New York is going to be wonderful. We're open to all immigrants. You'll get the right to vote. You'll get uh, health care. You'll have your children in school. You'll even get a college education. Come to New York, the city of immigrants, sanctuary city, happy city, nice city." And now uh, Abbott, I think, is telling you absolute truth. They grab these people and they ask them where they want to go. And they say, and they say, we want to go to New York. Of course. Because Adam sold them New York. Yeah. How can you throw them out now that you invited them here? Yeah. And we were talking earlier with Curtis Sliwa and Curtis says, you know, it's not only they're getting the free cell phones, free everything, hotels, even food. Like, we're not just giving them food. We would make a sandwich for, for anybody. Yeah. It's like whatever they want. And then the we've seen pictures of the hotel rooms destroyed, full of alcohol. And much better than what our homeless get. Yeah, and how about the poor people who work really hard and they, they're they struggling to make ends meet? They don't get any of this. And I'm all for immigrants coming in legally, right? When my but, grandparents came from Italy, there was no welfare for, we, for immigrants. They knew somebody that helped sponsor them. They had a job for my grandfather right away. So... And they worked hard and they assimilated into the American way, took on our values of hard work. No, 100%. 100%. And, and we need that because we're a country built on shared values. And if you come here inconsistent with those values, it's going to be very, very tough. Yeah. And, uh, and, the, and, the, and the reality is that we cannot compare this group of immigrants to the prior immigrants. This is an uncontrolled group of immigrants controlled by only one thing. The, the Mexican cartels. Hey. So they're picking criminals out for us. Yeah. And so you were starting to say about this Rockland. Well, thing. Ed Day, who's the, who's the county executive, has every right to say, uh, I didn't I didn't uh, sign up for this. You did, Adams. Oh, so he's sending. He wants to send. Uh, he wants to send them up. Now, they're also sending it up to another county up there that I think I think our friend Curtis thinks there's a little shady deal going on in that one. So we're gonna before we say anything, we're gonna have to have Curtis. Curtis and I are gonna do a little talking yeah, about that. Yeah. Sounds like there might be a little uh, typical New York uh, greasing going on. But I think Day, I think you know, Day says he's gonna punch him in the throat. I mean, he shouldn't really say that. But I was thinking maybe <gasps> what, what? maybe he's we can have a box. Maybe John, you know, John is interested in debates and every he does everything Republican and Democrat. Maybe yeah. we can have a, a three round boxing match. For a charity between Adams and Day, and whoever oh, wins, whoever fun, loses, right? whoever loses gets the uh, gets the migrants. Oh wow! Well, I don't maybe know. Maybe they could probably. Mug, that's mug not the, That's mug, <laughs> <laughs> it's great having Dr. Maria back. She's so brilliant. <laughs> we'll be back uh, right after, and um, there's going to be a tremendous, a tremendous uh, uh, opening in the Biden case. I think. And I'm going to try to give you my speculation on it. And it comes from a guy who knows the hard drive. Maybe there are four people who know it as well as I do.
But I think I got this one figured out. So come right back. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy uh, Giuliani Show. So uh, the thing I'm pointing out is uh, the next couple of days are going to be very, very important in, uh, in just how much comes out on the whole Biden situation. Now, you've got to realize, for me, this is... I don't know if it's deja vu all over again or deja vu all over again with deja vu all over again, <laughs> because uh, the, this, there was a story today in the newspapers that goes back to, for me for four years. And that is a U.S. attorney named Cummings in Arkansas went to see the U.S. attorney in New York, Berman, and he presented him with a case with four witnesses. The uh, the attorney general of uh, of the sitting attorney general of Ukraine and four of his uh, associates and uh, police who wanted to come over to the United States and describe to him in detail as eyewitnesses to Joe Biden's bribery. And he wanted to bring documents and. Don't quote me on this for sure, but recordings. I eventually had recordings. I don't, I don't know if he did. His name was Bud Cummings. I knew this in December. He did it in October of 2018, and he was turned down by the U.S. attorney, who then proceeded instead to begin a two-and-a-half-year to three-year investigation of Donald Trump trying to find a crime on him and a two-year investigation of me trying to find a crime on me and also went and and uh, stole the account, uh, the account of this lawyer. So he investigated the lawyer. He investigated me. He investigated Trump. And the guy came there with four, five witnesses, Ukrainian officials saying Biden had been bribed by Mykola Zloshevsky of Burisma to fix the case. And that's why Hunter Biden had the job. Berman, the U.S. attorney, never followed up. It could have been investigated then. It could have been prosecuted then. It could have been all over with by 2019. And I never would have been involved in it because they came to me after having failed at that. And it was in the newspapers today in an article in, in, uh, in, uh, by John Solomon on his website and then a repeat in the New York Post. Go look at it right next to Miranda Devine's column about another very interesting fact, Devin Archer. Devin Archer is the guy that shared the Ukraine uh, 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 money and was the co-bag man for the Ukraine bribe and was the brains, really, of the Hunter Biden, John Kerry's uh, uh, stepson, and Devin Archer partnership, which later involved Whitey Bulger's nephew. Yes, I said Whitey Bulger's nephew. Now, Devin Archer is convicted. And his case is going to be argued on appeal tomorrow. And he's headed for jail. And he's already had the case affirmed once. This is his last chance. So Miranda very, very knowingly speculates, if this guy goes down, is he going to open up? Mm. If he does, I can tell you from everything I have in the hard drive and the... I don't say he knows everything. He knows two-thirds more than enough to take what is already an overwhelming racketeering case and make it a racketeering case that, well, you already can't avoid it. 
I mean, he he will explain that this money was all for Joe. Are, are you too stupid to realize that now? Don't you realize this money was all for Joe for 30 years? Just in case you miss it, Hunter tells you for 30 years, I've been paying all the expenses of the family and giving half my income to Pop because the money is for Pop. And how about this whistleblower? This so, is directly. This is exactly yeah. what. So now it looks like they're going to rush in an indictment of Hunter. And I think I'm really, really impressed with this Comer guy. This guy knows what he's doing. Mm. What state is he from? Forget. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, uh, Mississippi? I'll look it up. Something you, like you, that. You keep going. But he's really good. <laughs> he's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. Whatever state he's from, he's good. And he he says, he says basically, Hold on, hold on, hold on, FBI. Don't indict him tomorrow on some little slap on the wrist, you know, spitting on the sidewalk thing. Because on Wednesday, I'm going to have a press conference. And you're going to find out on the press conference exactly what I've been talking about. Now, do I have? Yes, I do. Why don't we play uh, cut number 55? My message to the Department of Justice is very loud and clear. Do not indict Hunter Biden before Wednesday mm. when you have the opportunity to see the evidence that the House Oversight Committee will produce with respect to the web of LLCs, with respect to the number of adversarial countries that this family influence peddled in. This is not just about the president's son. This is about the entire Biden family, including the president of the United States. Yeah, I've been saying that since my podcast three and a half years ago, which is entitled The Biden Crime Family. This is not about Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's about number four on the ladder here. This is about the big guy, the crook, the Don, the most crooked president in American history. Let's listen to number 54, and Comer will now give you a hint at what you can hear on Wednesday. Senator Grassley and I received a tip on a whistleblower, Senator Grassley was was the lead in this. Uh, we reviewed documents from the legally protected whistleblower, highly credible whistleblower that would implicate Joe Biden in a paper play scheme uh, in uh, uh, trying to set up a deal to receive funds okay. to now, he and his family. We, we got it. That'll be one of a number. Wait for Wednesday. Don't jump the gun. We'll be back right after this break with another one of equal importance. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. I do want to correct one thing that I said because I love to get these things accurate. When I said four witnesses, um, yeah. Uh, when uh, when Bud Cummings, who was the former U.S. attorney, who on October 4th, 2018, brought to the United States Attorney's Office a, a, a packaged up case of bribery. Uh, I'll read it to you from the article here. It says Joe Biden had exercised influence to protect his son's Ukrainian employer in exchange for payments to Hunter Biden, Devin Archer and Joe Biden. In the email obtained by John Solomon, just the news coming, said that Ukraine's then prosecuted general Yuri Lutsenko, who I tape recorded about four months later, uh, video recorded, and you can see it on my fourth podcast ever, ever in the history of the world, <laughs> wanted to travel to New York to meet Berman, and he promised he could produce two witnesses to corroborate his claims. Altogether, I when I said four, 
the other two two that I found. So just so that we are clear on this. Berman stiffed him, got rid of him, just like throughout this. The FBI, uh, the Justice Department turned down witness after witness after witness, right up to Tony Bobolinsky, the recent whistleblower from the IRS, the whistleblower that uh, that uh, Congressman Co- uh, uh, Comer is talking about. This is why most Americans are very frustrated. It's a two-tiered Justice Department. If anybody did even half the things that are implicated in that laptop, there would be a mega investigation. And how about Janet Yellen not cooperating? There's been over 150 red flags on yeah, bank accounts in money transactions with Tr- the Bidens. Trump's it- Treasury Secretary didn't cooperate either. Not only Trump's tre- Treasury Secretary sort of uh, gave some credence to the fact that uh, myself and Costello and uh, were Russian agents, and I know him really well. Well, just because it was under Trump's administration, still wrong. Yeah, if there yeah, are yeah, red yeah. flags all, on money worried. transfers, that- they're all worried about themselves. Yeah. They're all worried about themselves. Well, well, the recent poll is a blockbuster. So two thirds of the American people think that Biden is not capable of be- mentally incapable of being president of the United States. Have we ever had a president where the majority of the American people think he is basically non-compass menace? Hmm. I, I don't know, but clearly they have eyes and they have ears. So they're not buying the uh, they're not buying the bull. No, I think initially people who really weren't them. exposed to Biden thought he was a friendly old man. Oh, isn't it cute? But when we see our economy keep getting worse, the the money we're spending on food, on oil, on gas, like it's crazy. We live in the United States of America and we were once independent free under the Trump administration. And now we're spending all this money and the actions he takes. Do you realize this is a uh, a great tribute to the uh, what we dedicate ourselves to? Of course, because I, I don't every, mean just me and you. I yeah, mean yeah, all of us yeah, in yeah, our yeah. Gr- in in the group that I would call yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, First Amendment journalists. Yeah, this is what this, they want. Almost to cover everybody this up. on WABC Radio. Uh, yeah, and and just about everybody at ABC Television covers it up. Yeah, sixty three percent of Americans in a new Washington Post ABC News poll say they don't think the eighty year old is sharp enough mentally to run the nation, while sixty two percent don't think he's in good enough physical health. On the other hand, 54% believe that Trump is mentally uh, capable and 64% say he's physically capable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, this is completely the result of the work of you, me, John Solomon, Miranda Devine, mm-hmm. John Castamachides, Greg Kelly, uh, Bo Snurdly coming after us. I'd go on and on. I, I'm not going to leave anybody out. I, I will say uh, 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 Hannity, uh, of course, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson, Jesse Waters. Uh, I mean, and, and, there and, are a, a whole, Jesse Waters, yeah. uh, uh, Judge Janine. But this is not the work of ABC, NBC, CBS. They cover it up. It's not New the York work Times. of CNBC, the New York Times. Washington they Post. They cover it up, and they make us appear to be disloyal, horrible people, Russian agents, crooks, criminals. Using AI and they try to destroy and they yeah. try to destroy us. They try yeah. to destroy us for, t- for just merely trying to tell the American people you should not have a president with his hand 
or finger near the button if he doesn't have a brain. Now, the president doesn't have a brain. Two other people on the Democrat side who said they want to be president of the United States, Robert Kennedy Jr. and Marion Williams. Robert Kennedy Jr. is at about 22%. Mm. That is not insubstantial. Double uh, digits. He got into the double digits. That's where, that's, where, that's where his father was when he started against Hubert Humphrey. Good and, memory. of course, he got killed, unfortunately, but might have been able to take Hubert Humphrey. Is it possible they can n- knock Biden out? If they give him a chance. Already, the DNC said there would be no debates. Debates in American politics is like baseball and apple pie. Right. We got to have debates. That's our way. That's how we try to differentiate one from another. And for the DNC to come out and say there won't be any debates. I find that un-American. Don't you think it's particularly bad when the when 63 of the American people don't think he's smart enough to be president? Is it up to it? There's no debate. <laughs> yeah. You wonder about the other 30 something percent. What's wrong well, with maybe them? They, maybe they have his problem. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they understand him. <laughs> well, I have empathy for anybody who suffers from any kind of dementia. I do too, but not for What him. I don't have empathy is for corruption, Can I... for constant lying. Ever since you got into politics, uh, so that stuff, I try to differentiate the two. Okay, so I want to play one uh, cut of his, so the sixty-three percent uh, get a little reinforcement for their view. Number <laughs> okay. seventeen, and here is our uh, uh, demented in chief. Uh, for example, you're going to be able to get an Amtrak and instead of going through the tunnel in Baltimore at 30 miles an hour because nothing's been done under the Chesapeake Bay for under the, the Baltimore River, uh, the Baltimore area for 80 years. They're going to be able to go to 100 through at 100 miles an hour. We're going to, they're going to see more. They're going to see railroads going from Syracuse to down to, all the way down to New York, upstate New York. Anyway, to, to, to the city. Yeah, All they, the way down to upstate New York. <laughs> you, you, uh, doesn't the, doesn't the description upstate New York say you go up rather than down to it? I mean, you see the brain. I, I talked to a lot of doctors about this, and I've become very cognizant of these little things. Uh, these are these are the little these are the little brain cells that are gone. Yeah, yeah. The like syn- with math, synapses. Right. Syn- he really struggles with numbers. Well, he did get left back in the third grade. He no. could just be stupid. Yeah, I think it's a little more. Let's see who we got here. Let's see who we got here. Doctor, you're going to help me out today because okay. you got I want to make sure people want to talk but, to you. But if you feel like falling asleep, you go ahead now. I know. How, I know. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to uh, Robert in Suffolk. Hi, good afternoon, Dr. Maria, Mr. Mayor. How Hi, are you, Robert? Why hasn't Governor Abbott? Tried to send the migrants back across the border. He can't. The Mexicans, he doesn't have the power. He doesn't. That's a federal. That that is a power that exists with the president of the United States and the federal government. He can't expel people from the United States. He can expel people from his state, but he can't expel them from the United States. Uh, I mean, he would if he could. I think he would if he could. Do it in a minute. But, I mean, the uh, federal government would go nuts if he did that. The federal government has take to take that funding, action. Take away all his funding, do all sorts of it, the, 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 he's, he's working, he and DeSantis and, um, now those are the two really who have had the guts to do this, uh, have really been working in a narrow little window here 
where they they're assuming a lot of authority. The federal government is uh, paramount in the area of immigration. Uh, you know, you know how we have separation of powers and most of the powers that uh, that are not given to the federal government are reserved for the states. They have most of the power. But when the federal government does have power, it has plenary power. It can just blow you out of the water. Uh, so the federal government is paramount in the area of immigration because it's a function of foreign policy. Now, Robert, you may be surprised to hear this, but a lot of people were relieved when President Biden said, I'm going to send 1,500 troops down there. Oh, yeah, you, this is you great. You thought it would be to control the border. Well, listen to this. Those 1,500 people at the border, they're not there to enforce the law. They're there to free up the border agents that need to be on the border. Can you believe that? 1,500 troops are not going there to enforce the law. They're going to help those border agents process to get more people in faster. Well, they're going to be like, this is crazy. They're going to be like the airplanes that escorted the balloon around so they could get good pictures of all our sensitive sites. I mean, uh, let's go to Anthony, who's right in Westchester County. Hello? Yes, Anthony. Thank you for taking my call, Mr. Mayor. Um, and I'm glad that I'm right after the first guy that you talked to, because when I read a part of the Constitution that gave that power to the federal government, I also read a part that gave certain powers to the states, which said basically, in my estimation, I'm not a lawyer, um, if goods come from another country like Mexico into Texas, they have the right to stop those goods and to Look at those goods to see if there's any contraband. 100%. And, okay. So I don't know how this plays out politically or legally, but Abbott has the right to take every car that's manufactured in Mexico, 100%. which comes to his state, put it aside and say, we are now going to look into those cars. And I have two mechanics that are going to do those hundred or 200 or 500,000 cars. And then after he's done with the looking into that, with providing protection for those cars, leasing the land, let's say from some Texans that may need the land, he can then add that onto the price of the cars, which then he could release after he's paid that into America. That would stop the flow of that economics into our country, which would be a little, it's getting a little complicated, but your, your basic theory is correct. Uh, the, uh, the, but I, I have to look at the law of Texas. Uh, the federal, federal law allows you to seize the instrumentalities of a crime. So when I was mayor, I seized the automobiles of people buying drugs in Washington Heights. So in Washington Heights, we had a situation. We had a Lower East Side, too, and I wiped it out this way. When we arrested someone who came to Washington Heights, got online, and bought crack cocaine, we set up a whole sting operation, and we arrested the person and took their automobile because their automobile was the instrumentality of a crime, and under federal law, we were entitled to take it. At one point, we had so many automobiles, we didn't know where to put them. But I'll tell you what it did. You don't see it going on even today. They're afraid to come there. I, I imagine they would even do it today because they don't have the you-know-whats to do it. But uh, Howard Safer came up with this program. It wasn't me. Give Howard Safer the credit for it. 
Give me the credit for having the cojones to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rudolph, so I, I've been calling for a moratorium on the border for almost three years because of a number of things. The sex trafficking, the fentanyl overdoses, blah, blah, blah. Can the federal government, can Joe Biden say, I'm putting a moratorium on the border till we catch up with uh, all the 100%. people? He could. He could, he just- could do that without Congress, without Senate. Look, he has declared uh, emergencies. He's been reversed by the Supreme Court for the ridiculous emergencies that he's. Uh, do do we have a drug emergency with record numbers of people dying of drug overdoses? It's not just fentanyl, by the way. They're dry, dying of drug overdoses. Fentanyl is leading the way, but they're dying of drug overdoses in numbers I don't remember. And uh, so, can can you say this is a national emergency? A lot better than most of the national emergencies that he has declared. Mm. And as a result, that he can close the border. He could close the borders of the United States. Call me, Joe. I'm going to help you. I'll dedicate my time to helping you. I'll, I'll go down to that border. I'll shut it down myself. Oh, you can make one hell of a case for closing the border. Yep. Also, absolutely. Uh, how, about, how about the fact that the last two years we set a record for more people coming in illegally than ever before, and we don't know how many came in? The number that we know is a record. Right. But we know How about the gotaways. We don't know. The gotaways are at least I'm going to say you want to want to be honest about it at least double. Wow. Uh, the the liberals would like even the liberals have to concede it's 50 percent. Yeah. So we had four to five million that came in that we recorded. We got about another million or million or so that we recorded but never got them. So we know. So we got about five million that came cartels, in. terrorists. So, so now make it 50 percent. That's Another 7.5 million people have come into the United States. That's a state of emergency. Absolutely. That's and a state now of the Chinese nationals are on the increase. We don't know if those are spies. There was a he spy. Would have, he would have no ring here in New York for the Chinese Party. When you have Democrats like Cinema and Manchin and Robert Kennedy Jr. and saying close the border, he has now. He's, and believe me, if the others could be set free, the half of them, yeah. they'd support him. Yeah. The, uh, uh, the whole Texas delegation to support him. Yeah. The whole Arizona delegation yeah. to support him. I, th- I think at this point the New York delegation would support him. Well, thank you for having well, me on, Rudolph. Well, thank you for being back, Dr. Maria. Now I won't make mistakes. And uh, when we come back, it'll be the mayor's final thoughts. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, and I am back with the mayor's final thought, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Uh, it is a, uh organization that I just, uh, I love, I love it. I love the organization because of, of the sillers and, and also what they do and what they bring out in people. And they take care of our uniform members who lose their lives in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured. And they make certain that their, that their mortgages are paid off, their homes, and they make certain that they have adequate, what we call smart homes, should they find it impossible to be able to get around because of what happened to them protecting us and serving us. Uh, can you do anything better with $11 a month than that? Uh, no. So do it now. T2T.org. t the number two T dot org. I want to conclude on a serious note 
And the serious note is, when I played for you uh, that ge- gobbledygook by Biden, and when uh, the the poll says 62 or 63 percent of the American people do not think he is mentally fit to be president, uh, this is not funny. Now, it is true that there are times in which this guy does things and you just can't help it. I mean, he turns around and walks the wrong way. He falls down going up the stairs. He forgets that he's in Cambodia. He thinks he put the Purple Heart on his uncle uh, in the White House after he was vice president. The uncle was dead for nine years before that, and the uncle never got the Purple Heart. Now, I, I can just go on and on and on. Every day there's one of these. Every day the press covers it up. This is, this is I think, a crime being committed by the American press. I think it's unpatriotic, and I think they show they hate their country. I don't care if he's a Republican president or a Democratic president, a liberal president or not, or, or a conservative president. A president who is non-compass menace, who cannot carry out the extremely difficult duties of president of the United States, should be removed immediately under the 25th Amendment. And what it shows, and it's a very sad thing about our country, is how the upper echelon of the Democratic Party is completely unpatriotic. You can't watch this guy day in and day out and believe that your country is in good hands. I mean, you're sitting there in the White House with him, and you see him do this stuff. And these people are intelligent people. All of them probably had an uncle, a father, a friend who went through dementia. You know what it is. I know what it is. Every every well-informed, vaguely intelligent person in the country knows what it is. And here's the worst part of it. Our enemies know what it is. Uh, if, 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 if we had dealt with this straight up and honestly, maybe these people in uh, Ukraine be alive today who were dead. Because Putin took one look at this guy and said, man, I can walk all over this guy. Not only has he been wrong on politics all his life, probably could have walked over him anyway. But now he's, he's basically non-compass menace. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Uh, Z, you don't think Z has moved up his date for controlling the world from 2048 to something a lot sooner now that he got this break? And, and, it, and it just turns out that we were defrauded into electing him. Now, I'm not getting into the stolen election votes. I will if you want. I'm not afraid to. But I'm, I'm telling you, the hard drive was a fraud. And we, we see it was purposely perpetrated by Morell, by Brennan, by Biden himself. Uh, they In two days, they turned around that letter just saying it had the earmarks of Russian disinformation. They never examined it. These people, we have got to get them out of office if we want to save this country. Well, God bless America. Pray for us. we got a long way to go. But we have a great country. And thank God that you're American. We'll see you tomorrow.